The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Tristy, and Associate Pastor Edmund Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 8 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 301 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
The church choir, under the direction of assistant choir director Pahaku Corder, will sing the touching and spirit-inspiring song entitled, The Church, church Must Stand Together. They will be ably accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Corder on the organ. When the Lord finds us in unity of his Holy Spirit, there is strength, victory, and blessings, and power. As the words to the song goes, the church must stand together, one spirit, one mission, one faith. Till Jesus claims his bride forever, the church must stand together.
The church band, under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr., will play the inspirational song entitled, Make Me a Blessing. Yes, dear television viewers, we can be a blessing to all those who seek the Lord and want to know God's words. We can share the gospel of the kingdom of God with the whole world. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Pohaku Carter will give the Lord all the praises and glory singing the spirit-inspiring song, The Still Small Voice. Doing her background music will be Iris Locke on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. Despite the hustling and bustling sounds around us, as we calm our hearts and focus on the Lord, 
we will be able to hear his still small voice. His words are soothing to the troubled soul. The still small voice is Jesus who will take our hands and guide us to the pathway of righteousness. He wasn't in the middle of the whirlwind. He wasn't in the earthquake or the fire. I long to know that he was there beside me. To hear his voice was my desire. Still small voice, the still small voice, he answers in a still small voice. The world around me spun into confusion. I didn't or down, but in my quiet time, I heard him whisper in that still small voice that was his own, that still small voice, that still small voice, he answers in a still small voice. The church choir will now perform the toe-tapping song entitled, Rock of My Salvation. As the word to the song goes, You are the rock of my salvation. You are the strength of my life. You are my hope and my inspiration. Lord, unto you will I cry. We cast all our cares upon the solid rock, Christ Jesus. He is our great deliverer who is able to answer our prayers and make our pathways victorious. Please join in and sing along with the choir. As you see the words flashed 
on your television screen. We are blessed to hear from the Carilla Trio who will pick and strum on their ukuleles to the song, I'm Yours. They'll be accompanied by Johanna Carilla on the piano. We are so thankful for what the Lord has done for us. We praise and thank the Lord for the salvation of our souls, for the baptism in Jesus' name, and for the wonderful gift of His Holy Spirit. He is our mighty God, worthy to be praised.
The B.A. degrees will now blend their voices to the song entitled, Pray for Me. We pray to a true and living God. There is no prayer too big or too hard that our Lord and Savior cannot answer. As we put our faith, hope, and trust in His hands, He will make a way to victory. For surely it is prayer that moves the mighty hand of God, that moves the whole world. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a dear couple in the Lord who are none other than Mr. and Mrs. Ryan and Felixstine Gersaba. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you both all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday.
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 in Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW Channel 301 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, Paso, Nevada, and Wyoming. And from 8 to 11, 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on jesuscomingsoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Akamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of state church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. We welcome you, dear television viewers, to another presentation of the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast with the opportunity to reap the blessings of joining in the reading of God's Word. For God's Word in Romans 10, 17 denotes, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Today the hearts of men, women, and children are turning towards ungodliness, which is a sign of the times. This can be aligned to mankind's hate greed and desire for supreme power and also the overall turmoil present in the world today. Therefore, it is mankind's highest priority to seek, find and accept the Lord Jesus Christ's plan of salvation for our souls today. Please join with me in reading today's sermon topic entitled, Being a Faithful Witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. In doing so, we will feel the blessings from the Lord Jesus Christ, God Himself, as we heed His voice and daily calling to come unto Him. 
Also bear in mind that the Lord Jesus Christ declares in Matthew 22:14, for many are called, but few are chosen. We certainly want to be among those who are chosen to spend eternity in paradise with the Lord Jesus Christ as his chosen saints of God. Our daily prayer is to better understand our role in the gospel work as spiritual witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ so that we will be prepared to do what the Lord requires of us during our brief lifetime upon this earth. The Lord Jesus Christ began his official ministry at 30 years of age and preached the gospel of the kingdom of God for only three and one half years. And during that time, his first test came when he was led by God's Holy Spirit into the desert. And there he was tempted with a face-to-face -face encounter with the devil, Satan himself. However, in every temptation, test, trial, or persecution, the Lord Jesus Christ overcame his enemies through the spiritual power vested in the Word of God. We too, like Jesus Christ, can stand firm upon God's Word to become a living witness for the Lord Jesus Christ as we call upon the name and blood of Jesus Christ and pray without ceasing, God's word will protect us in every situation we encounter, knowing what to say and what to do to become pleasing in his sight. The Lord Jesus Christ himself witnessed to men, women, and children everywhere and taught them the gospel of the kingdom of God and invited all mankind to accept his plan of salvation for the healing of the, their sin-sick souls. Jesus Christ also declared his sovereign power in Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Even so, the Jews in the synagogue and even the theologians of today will not acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ as the Almighty God. Jesus Christ is God's first anointed and spirit-filled preacher of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And we too in this present age must also witness and preach the self-same gospel of the kingdom of God to the souls in this lost and dying world. Isaiah 43, 10 to 12 adds this exhortation. Here are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed. Neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved, and I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Luke 4, 16 through 19 presents this example of witnessing by Jesus Christ. It reads, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In Romans 10, 15 through 17, we see this notation. And how shall they preach except there be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them 
that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Jesus Christ himself proclaimed in Matthew 10, 34 to 37, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foe shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Today, men, women, and children have the opportunity to either accept or to reject the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. In choosing the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we must express our love for the God's righteousness and true holiness. We then draw ourselves a step closer in our relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. And this becomes a loving relationship far above all other human relationships and even those of our own personal families. The Lord Jesus Christ preached with urgency the gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. And today is the day of salvation. And the name of Jesus Christ is God's only key that will open the door to enter into the kingdom of heaven. On a specific night, a dramatic change took place within the heart of a God-fearing man named Nicodemus, who was also a Pharisee. He learned that his religious traditions could not save him. And only by accepting the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ can we all inherit the promise of eternal life in heaven above. Nicodemus approached the Lord Jesus Christ by night in John 3, 2 through 4. It reads, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? The Lord Jesus Christ commanded Nicodemus in all mankind in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6 and 7, the Lord Jesus Christ further commanded, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, 
ye must be born again. When a man, woman, or child is baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, their baptism parallels the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God's Word, the Bible, declares that water baptism is essential to the salvation of our souls. The Lord Jesus Christ proved this when He was baptized in the River Jordan, as well as the 8,000 souls and many more who were baptized after the day of Pentecost. The Lord Jesus Christ offers this invitation to all mankind. In John 5, 39, it reads, Search the Scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. God's Word, the Bible clearly states that its purpose is to make us wise unto salvation. And in 1 Peter 3, 21, it states, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, his apostles, and his many disciples were all baptized by immersion in water. And we too must follow God's plan of salvation. And our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and being born again of water and of God's Holy Spirit frees us from the consequences of sin and death. On the day of Pentecost, the Apostle Peter used the keys to the kingdom of heaven given to him by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And in Acts 2.37, Peter preached to the Jews in Jerusalem. It reads, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter responded in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 4.12 also confirms the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus Christ is God's only saving name given to mankind upon this earth. And God's word also states in Philippians 2.10 that at the name of Jesus Christ every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth through the name and blood of Jesus Christ. Our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers them no more. Time is the essence, and time is at hand when the Lord Jesus Christ will return to catch up his waiting bride, the church, in clouds of glory. On the day of Pentecost, the 120 disciples were assembled and tarried for 10 days in the upper chamber in Jerusalem. And on the 10th day, they received the outpouring of God's Holy Spirit sent by Jesus Christ himself. 
After being filled with God's Holy Spirit, the apostles were able to preach and teach with power and demonstration of God's Holy Spirit. And today we too become true witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ after we have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with his Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8 relates, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. The Lord Jesus Christ confirmed Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost when 3,000 souls were saved and baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Shortly thereafter, another 5,000 souls were saved and baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, making a total of 8,000 souls who were saved and baptized in a matter of a few days. What did they see and what did they hear? In Acts 2, 11 to 12, it reads, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and in doubt, saying to one another, What meaneth this? And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What the people saw and heard on the day of Pentecost was a new and marvelous miracle of salvation preached by the Apostle Peter who was filled with God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. They were convicted by God's Word and willingly accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in a manner never seen before. And they all witnessed firsthand the working of God's Holy Spirit. They witnessed the wonderful works of God when they heard the 120 disciples speak in God's unknown tongue and language. They heard out of the mouths of these Galileans the words of God spoken in the numerous native tongues of those residing there in Jerusalem. Acts 2.4 adds this exhortation of truth. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. After we accept the Lord Jesus Christ and come to know Him as our Savior, He brings true meaning into our lives and gives us a new identity as citizens of the kingdom of God. And then we become true witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ upon this earth. The Lord Jesus Christ first called the 12 apostles into the gospel. And one of them, Judas, turned out to be a traitor. Secondly, the Lord Jesus Christ anointed an additional 70 disciples and also gave them power to heal the sick and cast out evil spirits. The importance of their commission was to find the lost sheep of Israel and to preach to them the gospel of the kingdom of God. The power to heal the sick 
and cast out evil spirits was given to reinforce the power and authority vested in the word of God that they preached. In other words, it reinforced the promise given to mankind that the salvation of the soul is paramount above everything else in this life. The disciples of Jesus Christ accompanied him as he journeyed to different cities and there became eyewitnesses of the miracles Jesus Christ performed and spoke freely with him about the miracles. They also were eyewitnesses when the Lord Jesus Christ was transfigured and when he ascended into heaven, he blessed them as he spoke in tongues. Having witnessed the many wonderful miracles of the Lord Jesus Christ, they could now boldly preach and defend the gospel of the kingdom of God and ministry that the Lord Jesus Christ himself had preached. They were sent out to the cities that the Lord Jesus Christ himself visited and were given the responsibility to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. They also witnessed the persecution firsthand that Jesus Christ encountered and learned how to call upon God's Holy Spirit to overcome the enemy. God's Word, the Bible, provides spirit and life to its hearers when the gospel of the kingdom of God is preached and witnessed in power and demonstration of God's Holy Spirit to nurture righteousness into the hearts of mankind and especially to those present in the congregation. The Apostle Peter in his sermon to the Gentiles proclaimed to be a chosen witness in Acts 10, 39 to 43 that reads, And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that he is he, that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead. In Acts 1.8, the Lord Jesus Christ commissioned his disciples and we today to become witnesses for him. It reads, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. In Acts 4, 32 to 35, the apostles and believers of Jesus Christ were empowered to witness for him. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them 
and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Like the apostles, our witnessing for the Lord Jesus Christ will be confirmed as stated in Hebrews 2, 3, and 4. It says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Hence, we as believers in Christ Jesus must bear our own responsibility to help lift up the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ in the Lord's gospel work. And our diligence in serving the Lord Jesus Christ will confirm our calling and blessing as true witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us then be a faithful witness for the Lord Jesus Christ and be ready to respond when Jesus Christ calls up his bride, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And now here's our church band to conclude today's telecast with a song entitled, Feasting with My Lord.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.